This is for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culturist position podcast. There are 40 years of playing PlayStation and five plus years in the games media combined. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Spotify, 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you want to join those this PlayStation conversation, head on over to our Facebook, Discord, Twitter, Instagram, all the links in the description below. If you want to join that PlayStation conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash the pop culture is and come as watch us record the show live it's damn good fun we get to have a bit of a chat as we go it's all good but if you want to share that playstation conversation head over to your podcast service of choice be sure to give it a five star rating or whatever you think it may be worth like that's a good quality three and a half stars right there or maybe a little written review or tell your friends to come check us out on the youtubes on the podcast services it's all available to consume by all the peeps. If you want to support us in a, in a more financial sense, head over to patreon.com slash thepopculture. You support us a, a ton of uh, dollar values. It's literally whatever you want. There is no rewards. It's just what you feel like is good for you. If you want to support us in a, uh, uh, on your body, popculture.com slash shopping by shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. The store is currently on sale. It's like 35% off for this week. Still got to order yours. <laughs> However, the Australian dollar right now is anus. It's about a dollar fifty. It's the worst it's been since the global financial it's crisis. It's fucked. So <laughs> maybe you shouldn't buy a shirt this week. We would love you to. And it was it's really just not the good bestest time. It's so crap. It right is now because um, I got an email from a, a Kickstarter that I backed. Yeah, and they're like, "Hey, we've reopened the pledge manager in case you want to order like expansions." Mm. And then I looked at our dollar redo and went, mm, "I can't afford any of these." <laughs> <laughs> well, I have the same thing because I've been wanting to buy more wrestling shirts because I've had the same ones for a while. Maybe get some more in the rotation. Like, no. Yeah, see, if it was in USD, it'd be fine. But it's in great british pounds mm. and our dollars even worse it's even worse the pound <laughs> no so it was gonna cost me like 150 bucks for the expansion I'm like i can't afford that wow <laughs> i'm good i'll just wait hopefully the backing stays open for a while and our dollar can like bounce back yeah somehow i don't know what's gonna maybe that's the problem is because we've all been reluctant when it was like dollar 30 and then it's made it worse so maybe we have to maybe you need to buy shirts for us from us to, in order to re reinvigorate the dollar. I yeah, don't but know it's how not gonna it's not gonna works. help our economy by buying American. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should make an Australian store instead. But I like the freedom of our store. I can just put our logos on fucking anything. Yeah, it's really good. How you been, dude? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, it's great. What's happening? It's you been know? a super cruisy week. Yeah. Uh, well, for me especially, one one day it was Monday, the next it was Friday. I'm like, whoa, where'd my week go? <laughs> It was good. Did you do work this week? Yeah. Yeah. Then where I had don't, it go? don't think I did, but like I was definitely there. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been so tired all week. I, I've been like I just go into autopilot mode at work, mm. and then I'm just done. And I I have one of those jobs that once I'm out the door, I just do not think about. It. I could give zero. Mm. It's the one thing I love about my job. Yeah, it I, doesn't I, require me to think about it when I'm not there. That's not been the case for me this week. <laughs> uh, with so this week has been the big audit uh so the ndis came and did their 
yearly check on everything that the company does um and we we just happened to get the the short end of this brush and they came and checked us out uh so because we're a new department there's a lot of pressure there's a lot of pressure and uh so in terms of how we run our sessions it's never a problem like we nail it in that sense yeah but it's all the back end stuff that's the problem and the problem is the back end is my role yeah so like my my colleague he's he's more of the daily so he does the day i handle the daily running and the admin stuff he's more of the big picture shit so from big picture stuff, he's like, it's nailed it. Like, my part's done. How's your part? I'm like, I have so much work to do. <laughs> <laughs> so is it because, so is it some, Is this something you should have been doing like every week leading up to uh, this? Or is it something yes. that you Yes, however, have- the problem is because we're a new department, there's been so much, chaos is the wrong word, but just different things. Like, yeah. you, won't, you won't need to do that because we're going to do it this way. Mm-hmm. You don't need that because you're going to do this way. You take this, but don't take that. And then at the end, it's been like, oh, no, we've really told you roll the wrong things. You need to have all of this. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So so next time, if this was to happen again, next time it won't be so horrible. Oh, not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Well, that's good news. Well, that's positive, yeah, because if we do get done again next year, then it's, all right, cool. So apparently we passed, which is brilliant. So I did a good job. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Oh, man, you should have... Like, I was so anxious. Yeah. Um, like, the night before... Because that's why I didn't stream on the first Yeah, because I, I messaged you Thursday night. I'm like, hey, man, what's the stream? And you're like, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay. I get you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was... Thursday was rough because it was just kind of like right on that line. I was like, oh. And then, um, yeah, so I, I, I couldn't. I simply... James is breaking in. I simply couldn't... Just couldn't do it. I, I, I was not in a place hey Hey, bud you're not wearing pants you can't be on camera um (laughs) neck minute (laughs) yeah so yeah i was like no i I can't because i was just freaking out all right can you go back can you go see what mommy's doing please thanks buddy because we're doing a show i know it's tradition for you to break in but yeah you can go watch spooky with mommy but anyway yeah it was pretty horrifying and i was having a shit time so i was like nah can't stream simple as that didn't tell anyone just because i was like no fuck, i'm out i'm done uh so then yeah the friday it all went down i had horrible morning just internally um because it's it's that it's that weird thing because i already have like an anxiety disorder and then i add things on it to make it worse like doing shit like this it makes it very tough um but once it all started going well I was able to de-stress a little bit. So, what have you been using for stress relief this week? Uh, nothing. Nothing. It's been you've, you've been just you've been, pushing through. You've been swimming in it. Yeah, it's been pushing through. That's not healthy. No, <laughs> no, no. Because the prop, like the problem with with how my head works is once it's grabbed, once it's grabbed, it ain't letting go. Mm. So, I, I'll I will think about it. I'll be anxious about it. It'll like I'll feel like my chest is going to explode for the whole time. But until it's resolved, it won't go away. Yeah. So like there are some times where like that sort of almost finish what you yeah, almost paranoia around it won't go away. Yeah. So I've got I've got to kind of like see it through or push through it, which is really really inconvenient when there's something that gets you anxious that is entirely out of your control. Yeah, that's like oh no I know I know it just kind of gets you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, thankfully it all got nicely resolved, so it wasn't too bad. And yeah, we we it looks like we've come out clean. Hey, Dickie Nee, can you go see mum? All right, can you get mom, please? Yeah. I love you, but I need you to leave the room, please. Because you break in way too often. All right, good mom. 
Um, it's almost like you need a child locking the door. Yeah, we do need. I think we need a latch on the door, and then he'll just start kicking the door. It'll go either way. Either he'll let me in, or I'm gonna kick the door down because <laughs> he's got two options. I, buddy, go to mum, please. And the problem is, makes me look such like such a prick. <laughs> like every time, every video, every part of my get out. He's he's also get out. he's also super defined. He's like. He's like, he knows people listening. He's like, I'm going to show everyone that you yeah, he's like, have no power. You are a me. horrible father. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me demonstrate on, on the internet how shit you are. A, you can't control me. And two, you look like a butt because you just keep wanting to kick me out. <laughs> and then he leaves and doesn't close the door. Yeah, then he leaves, <laughs> leaves the door wide ass open. And then, yeah, you know, for this point. But uh, yeah, I've not done anything to de-stress this week. Like I did play, I didn't really play some, I didn't really play games that often. Mm. I think I played a little bit of Grand Theft Auto. Oh no, I had. I totally have played games this week. I, I finally got credits on Doom. Oh, that's right. And then you I said you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't play it in the entire bet, so I win by proxy. Uh, sorry, by default, not proxy. Uh, yeah, so I, I got finally got the credits on Doom. That game's brilliant, mm. which I already knew. But it's just so good. Nice. It brings into the because the main topic of today is gameplay versus storytelling. I don't know if fucking happened to him. Gameplay is <laughs> dope though. Because I, I literally just jam podcast and I played it, and but we'll get to that because there's a little mm. a little bit later. But um, but yeah, so I got that. Tried a little bit more Patapon. I was like, ugh, fuck. It's a little bit more dreams, a little bit more Kakarot, but like just the little sprinkles, mm. mostly just because my brain was really elsewhere this week. Yeah. Like we didn't even do a Raw show this week for Young and the Wrestlers. It's just, no. This week was too brutal from, on my head. But how was your week? I mean, what did you play? So I <clears throat> uh, played some more GTA, just more heists. I dove back into Kakarot for a bit. Uh, so I'm a little bit further in the Android saga so close to that cell saga and that's yeah. when I'm that's when I'm, gonna, I'm getting keen for that dove back into dreams a bit more did a few of the uh, the moving parts tutorials so yeah, I can me now too. I can now do some wiring make some fans do all that oh, so you've gone further than I have so I did a lot of like the positioning stuff like a lot yeah. of the the uh, art space I guess so now I can mess with my own art space yeah um, so that was surprisingly pretty intuitive you mm kind of just attach the thing to what you want to move and then you tell it that when this is on just spin yeah and then it does it does it like it's so it's pretty straightforward yeah like there's a little bit of like multi-button stuff yeah like you get, you get a little bit complicated with like having to hold x having to having to remember all the hot keys is can sometimes be quite mm. trying but in most cases i found so far it's it's pretty self into like it's it's pretty easy to come to to do once you've done it a few mm. times um what else have I been playing? GTA, yeah, that. that. Uh, dove back into Final Fantasy Online, mm. much to my wife's annoyance. One of my friends hooked me up with some free game time, and so you bought more. Mike sucked in now, <laughs> super sucked in. For those who don't know, like th- this, this is Max's greatest weakness is Final Fantasy. Online. I think I've put in over two thousand hours on Steam. Shit. Like this is my, this is my. This is the game that I'm married to. This is this isn't the, this isn't my uh, play once and put away. This yeah. is this is the game that I constantly go back to. I've been so playing it's that it forever for, love. Been playing it for like four and a half years, on and off. <clears throat> so this I, I've been on break from it for about two and a half months because I had a kid and I'm like I don't have time to play this game anymore, especially when I have to pay for it every month. And then someone's like, "Here, here's some game time, man." I'm like, "Oh, I'm back, <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, baby." <laughs> Um, 
so new content so it was a nice time to jump back yeah. in one then you also picked up hunt showdown yeah so i picked up um hunt the showdown so it's one of those uh solo duo trio games and it's you you it's set in um louisiana mm-hmm. very old school so you're in like a bayou like a swamp super fun i haven't played with any friends yet i've just played solo so you um basically it's a it's a it's a shooter you go in and you have to find clues to hunt the beasts and you go in once you kill the beasts it it announces to everyone else on the server so it's 12 player servers that you're that you've killed it and then they'll all come and try and kill you to take all the loot and you've basically got to loot loot the bosses once you've killed them and then extract and get out with all your stuff because if you die you lose all your stuff oh shit so it's pretty intense you got that risk reward of you've got to go for the boss but everyone else is also fighting the same boss so you got to work it's that At the same location <clears throat> yeah oh shit so we really so you can 12 so you, bodies working on it but. so you can scan the area so if it's if no one else is around it it'll show up blue like it's safe there are no other hunters there but if it's red you know there's going to be at least a hunter there so not only do you have to deal with the boss killing you you've got to deal with the other players trying to kill you to stop you from getting what they want not to mention that it also takes 30 seconds to extract once you're at a safe point so you're mm-hmm. going to stand there and like final final stand it and hope no one else kills you it's rough fun though yeah so i've only played it solo so i look forward to playing it in a group because mm. i kept getting jacked by fools constantly <laughs> uh but it's fun and oceanic servers which is even better I'm, yeah red yeah i mean you do have to hit you do have to select a secondary server just in case there's no one playing so there's been a few times where i've played on european servers but most of the time that's really weird there's no one <clears throat> else in the australian region <laughs> yeah. that's playing that game. i mean granted i did play it at three o'clock this morning so okay yeah it's like because that that's not positive that's really not positive. pretty shitty time um i played this way back a couple of years ago when they were doing beta stuff on pc mm. i loved it then and then i'm like oh i remembered because um obviously we read it on the drop last week i'm like pretty sure that comes out like today so i had a 70 dollars psn gift card sitting there i'm like yep i'm getting this nice so yeah it's good fun one thing i have been doing though <clears throat> is when i have played a little bit this week and i played this a bit after we recorded last week i've been using a controller no i've been using the back button attachment so i went and picked this up earlier in the week uh and there it is so the back button attachment is like this two button paddle thingy that you add onto the back of your controller that'll give you the same additional buttons that you would get on like a uh like a pro controller yeah or equivalent um yes it's really straightforward it plugs into the headphone jack and the uh external extension whatever the fuck they want to call it plug it's a bit of a hassle to get on because you've got to kind of like crank it without breaking it i've now i say that now i can't get it back on there we go done so the the paddles themselves are pretty pretty tight though the uh what's the word when you press it when you press it, like the uh, initiator switches oh yeah that makes sense so the actual switches are on the on the tail end of it so although it feels relatively loose across the whole the whole paddle it is at the end so you can't trigger it in the middle you can only trigger it at the end where it sits is actually really good like really mm-hmm. comfy on the controller have have, have a go doesn't change the weight of it too much either which no is it's good. really quite light <clears throat> yeah it actually fits really nicely yeah so you can yeah. sit exactly where your fingers need to be uh so you, you find them resting on there that you have a nice responsive mm. click so there's very limited accidental button presses which i like um there's three profiles on there uh, each of them can be any mappable button uh 
you know the you know the big thing like this being this big circle thing being the LED indicator. The LED screen, literally, uh, sorry, the OLED screen is literally like small square in the middle. Like it's not the whole thing. It takes up like a two centimeter thing, not even that in the middle. So it doesn't it doesn't affect battery life too no, much. No, I haven't noticed any difference. Like I was playing when I was playing Doom, it was really handy to have to have a jump button on there so I can kind of get up and scale about. I've I've not dicked about with it in in any other games. I have a feeling that probably work best in like say shooters. Yeah. Uh, because that's where you want to have two two things on the thumbsticks. I'm thinking about putting it in with like Need for Speed Heat as an example. Maybe like bake them the shift buttons and see if I can play the game with manual. Oh yeah, paddle shifting. Would, yeah. yeah. So that'd be a good way to go about it. Um, just because I normally go auto because it's just too much effort to... Because you know, I, th- I think it uses the uh, directional buttons as like the, the shifter and I don't want to take my finger off the steering wheel the steering wheel um but yeah so it, it does have a little uh, headphone jack at the front so it, it will just simply route the audio through so there's no disadvantage there it really doesn't add a lot of weight it's not for 50 bucks man it kind of solves the problem of pro controllers like you know as we've done here we've reviewed the like the e-swap pro we've reviewed the riser radio and they're both 300 controllers mm. they do have additional features that yeah make it more pro mm. However, the big thing that people want is back buttons. Mm. That's well, that's why I, bu- I bought a scuff and that cost me 250 Yeah. This is $50. Yeah. That's hard to argue with that price. You really can't, man. Like, that's why I, I was like, oh, I don't really need it. I'm like, well, it's 50 bucks. Like, what, what, what worse can it do? But no, it's great. So it's three profiles. So you can map it there and then. So it's all done via the um, the little dongle. You just hold it in and then scroll up and down on there and pick what you want and go, yeah, thanks. That's it. Oh, cool. So like no apps, no programs, nothing. That makes it easy. It makes it even easier again because I was thinking that maybe you'd have to go into like the download some app, kind of like the old Pulse headphones. You had to sort of go mm. in there and change the audio profile. But here it's just... The disappointing thing is though, like having it at the back is really fucking weird. Like, if the screen is so tiny, which it is, why not put it on the front? Make this a big button, but put the screen at the front. So I can see my profile. I can see where it's mapped. I presume they couldn't because it's a weird, it's an odd shape on the front. Mm. It's not an easy screen space. Like, it'd be a custom, uh, well, it would be still be custom, but, I mean, a slightly altered size. It's not like yeah. a full square or a circle screen space. <clears throat> well, that's all right. I'm not, I'm not mad that I bought it. Shooters are definitely where it's at for, yeah. for, for paddles. Well, yeah, seeing as I don't play like Fortnite or Call of Duty or Apex or any of those all that often, I'm probably not going to get the most benefit out of this. Um, but while playing Doom, it was certainly helpful. Because mm. um, for me, when I remap them, when I, when I add paddles, the paddles are normally X and circle. Like, that's it. I don't put a lot of thought into it. Because, mm. you know, and except for maybe like a grenade button would probably be, make it an, an R1. So as you you know you run and shoot and just like whip mm. grenades and stuff faster, um, yeah I think mine is set to <clears throat> X and R three. Oh, a good stab button. Yeah, it makes <laughs> sense. Or even sprint, like make them the actual L three and R three. Mm. So that way, because trying to thump that thing in sometimes can be. A bit yeah, of I don't have I don't have an issue with that, but mine is so in in most shooters I don't play the default layout. I play That's true, tactical, you know. so circle is usually knife. And R3s usually go prone. Makes sense. So the Battlefield controllers as, a point, yeah. as opposed to Call of Duty controllers. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, well, there's a bunch of something to do there. 50 bucks. Check it out if you want. We thought we, we, I thought I'd pick it up, give it a look at here. This is a 
<laughs> the the problem is we have because we've reviewed a couple of controllers here it's it, it's not new there's not a whole lot we can talk about with it's just like yeah it's part of what those other ones did at a significantly, at a significantly less point. a significantly less price and it does a good job like it delivers yeah. it delivers what it says it'll deliver so yeah it's a win but anyways that's enough about what we've been playing or playing with this week let's jump into the section we call inform the place we tell you what happened this week in playstation so fucking light week this week yeah this slow news week uh two of the stories are wrapped into one uh so at the start of the year with sony announcing that they were no longer going to e3 they're like don't worry we're going everywhere else but in an update on the playstation blog the company has written today sony interactive entertainment today entertainment, as time of writing yeah time of writing which i believe was yesterday thursday yeah. i believe thursday. So we're recording on saturday um today sony interactive entertainment made the decision to cancel its participation at pax east in boston this year due to its increasing concerns related to covid19 commonly known as coronavirus we felt this was the safest option in the situation as the situation is changing daily. We are disappointed to cancel our participation oh, in this event, but the health and safety of our global workforce is our highest concern. End quote. End quote. So all their stuff is still going to be playable. They're just going to not have representatives there as from what I'm gathering because PAX has still got all those playable game demos yeah. there. But I think it's losing some of the bigger ones, like people that they're coming with representatives. So the, the likes of The Last of Us 2 is allegedly playable. I don't think it will be because they, they will want to have that shit mm. tight. So by by, by do, if that's the case, if they're still going to be there in some sense, it'll be the games that don't that can just have um, enforcers mm. there running the booths. After scrapping its plans to attend PAX East in Boston later this month, Sony has also now confirmed that it will no longer be attending GDC, once again citing the coronavirus as the reason why. Facebook has joined the company in skipping the show while Oculus has announced that its announcements will still take place online. In a statement given to GamesIndustry.biz, Sony stated, We have made the difficult decision to cancel our participation in GDC due to increasing concerns related to COVID-19, commonly known as coronavirus. We felt that this was the best option as the situation related to the virus and global travel restrictions are changing daily. We are disappointed to cancel our participation, but the health and safety of our global workforce is our highest concern. We look forward to participating so pretty in pretty much the exact the same quote. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I mean, it's everywhere. Obviously, people are scared. It's, you know, it's pretty rampant. Mm. It makes sense for a... I mean, Sony's based in Japan. It makes sense that they're not going anywhere. Yeah, look... It's, it's unsurprising. A lot of a lot of people are cancelling their... A lot of people are cancelling Dude, it makes trips. total and sense. And when there's like 40,000-something bodies that'll go... You know, look, here in Australia, at least, PAX Australia, 40,000 people per day, mm. almost, or, or over the weekend, one of the two. Either way, fuck ton of people moving through that space. And with something that can be spread so easy, like the coronavirus, because it is, it can be spread the exact same way as the common cold. And, like, how many times have everyone just gone to PAX, got fucking sick? Well, not to mention that this year, especially this year, with how how busy of a year they're going to have with the launch of a new console, it's, why why take that risk? Yeah. It sucks. It does suck from an image, from a PR perspective, but saying that uh, 77,000 plus confirmed cases worldwide of coronavirus, mm. says Dash. Dash. Yeah, it, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense to, 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 to skip. It's a shame, but you know, dude, it's a, it's it's like the right call as a business. But I understand everyone's like, oh man, 
But like, it is the correct call. Yeah, of course. Uh, like, it, you, it have does, to, it, you have to look after. It yourself. does concern me for like back end of the year. Like, if this shit isn't controlled by October. Like, what are we gonna do? Like, will Pax Australia have a similar result? I mean, don't get me state of state of plays from Dash. I mean, everyone worldwide is working on coronavirus stuff. Hopefully, mm. you know, it's not gonna be. Hopefully, they get everything sorted. Yeah, thanks, Ross. But yeah, there's nothing stopping Sony from you know releasing a state of play at around GDC time or PAX yeah, time. Well, or, yeah, because like with PAX East, there was I've minus then there was no conferences. It was just there as gameplay stuff, right? So there'd be some behind closed door stuff, presumably, and I, that's where the big representative was. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. PAX is fucked. I get sick every year, literally every year, just mm. with standard fucking cold because I get jacked up because I'm running around all week, all weekend. Yeah, man, I don't eat flu. properly. I just get the PAX, PAX pox every year. <laughs> fucking every year so yeah they've made the right call because mm. everyone gets sick everyone gets sick. so fucking gross so yeah. gross uh after me ranting for the last two weeks about getting vr headset news we've finally got some vr control in <laughs> yay so it's highly likely sony will be looking into a new iteration of its playstation vr tech especially with ps5 on the horizon one recently approved patent goes over some nifty ideas for a supposed ps vr 2 though whether the final product bears any resemblance remains to be seen now yet another patent from sony thanks to upload vr focuses on virtual reality controllers mm -hmm. the concept for this device is reminiscent of valve's index controllers if you're not familiar with those they behave much like the ps move controllers but they feature a strap so if you let it go uh, the strap comes around your hand as opposed to attached to your wrist so you can hold your hand out and not have the uh, the controller fall uh, this and it's not like a strap it's like a, it's part of the shape isn't yeah, it yeah so it, uh, so what, is it ones that Oculus use similar similar uh, so um uh, this combined with the multitude of sensors and finger tracking technology makes for much more accurate input, especially for gestures and picking up virtual objects. The drawings also show four buttons surrounding what looks to be a thumbstick. Yay! So in the, in the drawing, it kind of looks um, essentially like a handle um, with finger sensors. So you can do grip. So you can do your grip. And then it'll have um, thumbsticks with with four Mm -hmm. physical buttons presumably the the sacred symbols mm. it's not surprising that sony is exploring this sort of hardware and we'd certainly like to see improved controllers for psvr the move ones are not great <laughs> <laughs> uh they're very old unfortunately um the uh but are definitely a step behind what other vr companies are producing we must always remember that patterns are never a true indication of what will hit the store shelves Though, um, if and when the platform holder does bring out PSVR 2, we would expect the headset and its controllers to look pretty different. Yeah, so is there any mention on there of how it's tracked? No. Like in the pattern, is there a light bulb on it? There is not a light bulb on it either. <sighs> so I guess they're just doing like accelerometer-based yep. input. Okay. Well, that I like. I like that already. So one of the things we talked about last week was the problem is when you turn around and you, you cover your body, it's like, hey, you've covered the fucking light. What are we handies right now? Where this ideally would work within three dimensional space, like you set, trigger, you set yeah. it up, calibrate it, and then it knows where you are in space. That seems like way more intense technology, especially with finger tracking as well. Like, there's a lot of kit that's going to be needed for those. those oh yeah. Is I've, this what is this what you were after? Yeah, pretty. This is exactly what I, this is exactly what I wanted. I mean, like I said, the 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 move controllers have been around since PS3, mm -hmm. I believe. They're just old. Yeah. Uh, they were they were they were not designed for PSVR, and unfortunately PSVR got designed around the ones. 
Well, because we're, we're like so many of these. Because they're like, yeah, we're, yeah, they're like, we're, you know, they're already in production. We've already got them out in the wild. Let's let's use them. So I do like the the finger thingy because I remember when I when I first used the the prototype Vive controllers because mm. this is this is back in the day when like pre-release versions um i really liked how you had to go like properly squeeze to hold stuff because i remember playing a gun i remember playing a, 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 a like some sort of shooting game and i hold the gun and i slightly let go of the thing and it, like oh shit oh hang on gotta, gotta properly grip that yeah. shit and i really like that because like that just it makes it easier to pick up and drop things because you know if you play it either you have to hold the trigger to be to uses the grip and that kind of restricts what the trigger is used for or you trigger it once and you hold it until you press another button drop it like it's less it's less realistic as you can mm. get in a vr space i'm down with it and if there's less less weird like globy balls i'm totally in uh playstation's player celebration yeah. playstation wants to reward you just for playing games the scheme itself starts on the 24th of february with stage one of the community-driven contest where contestants will need to play a total of 125,000 titles and earn 500,000 trophies. This is accumulative across every PSN member who signs up and if achieved, unlocks a static PS4 theme and an exclusive PSN avatar. Goal two unlocks as soon as those statistics have been reached, at which point players will then need to start 375,000 games and unlock 1.5 million trophies. This goal comes with the reward of five exclusive PSN avatars, while the third and final goal with an exclusive PS4 dynamic theme featuring some of the console's best exclusive games will require 675,000 games played and 2.7 million trophies unlocked to reach that stage. Better yet, you'll also be able to enter a contest on the 17th of March, which will hand out some fancy prizes to the winners. There's a real-life PlayStation Platinum trophy up for grabs, a PlayStation Store voucher. <laughs> PlayStation Store vouchers and codes for numbers of PS4 games. You'll need to sign up for the PlayStation Player Celebration in order to enter, however. Well, uh, Bulldogs992 in the chest says, hey guys. Hey man. Now, the show. now, this is a new story you added. I Where did. do you sign up for it? Because uh, it's not in that. Yeah, you have to, so you have to go to the blog. So it's so, on the PlayStation blog? Yeah, so you have PlayStation blog post. It is a worldwide event by the sounds of it. I would hope so if they want us to play, if they want us to get 1.5 million trophies. Yeah, so it's, it is a worldwide event. I, I'm unsure, the Platinum Trophy, I'm unsure whether that's, a, whether that's localized. But yeah, you just go to the blog, sign up. It goes, cool. All you, all you literally do is sign in with your PSN ID, tick a box, and it goes, yep, you're part of it now. Okay. So as we play as... So, so what you're saying is all those trophy hunters need to step up their game so we yeah. all get free shit. It's smart, man. Like You just hold that. Like, like, <laughs> if you had any backlog right now, you hold it. Hold it for a little bit and then just tear in there. Go in there and just like rip it apart. Because uh, I'm looking at those themes. I want them. I want them themes. Mm. So I will, I will do whatever I can, which is very minimal. <laughs> But I will attempt. I reckon, you know, uh, I was thinking about now's, now's that time to install all those games that you've never played, play them for five minutes, get a few of the like intro trophies, yeah, get, and, like, bounce. and then just bounce. Like, thanks, thanks for playing. <laughs> well, we you know that it would be, you know, we, we wanted, I want to do those last couple of toys up, uh, tools up trophies. That that counts. Mm. Almost there. Maybe the platinum will be, maybe the platinum's are worth more. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's pretty straightforward. It's a cool concept, man. Yeah, it's not a bad way for people to, to to incentivize people to try out new things or to go back to old things that they haven't, yeah. especially trophy-wise, obviously. 
And on top of that, this having it be a worldwide event is awesome. Mm. Remember how last week we were talking about how the idea of them just connecting things on the PSN in terms of sales-wise for that collective vision across mm. all of PlayStation? How much, like how how much this this is that? I can't think of, like this literally encapsulates all of that. Their entire plans around building this big fuck off you know playstation ecosystem and this is it mm. this is unifying the entire player base no regions nothing just everyone with a playstation it'll be interesting to see how quickly we hit those milestones yeah because i think we'll definitely hit all of them like being worldwide there's 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 what how many units in, out in the 108 world eight million yeah so everyone needs to get one trophy <laughs> like yeah. you know it, it's it's obviously going to happen it'll just be whether or not like it'll just be a matter of how quick we can do it. I I, I hope it's like days. Yeah. Like, hey, we've set this guy. Go- oh my god, it's done. Because <laughs> I want those themes. Those themes. Those themes look beautiful. And since the news was so slow this week, let's throw in some quick bits. Yeah. <laughs> PS4 was officially announced seven years ago on the twentieth of Feb, twenty thirteen. Where's our PS5? <laughs> 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 oh, I just want some news. Tom Holland has stated that the Uncharted movie will begin shooting in four weeks. Ah, uh, fuck yeah! Will in a, it? Few, a few different interviews oh, yeah, he has yeah. said it's it is starting shooting in four weeks. Have they even announced the new director yet? No. Cool. Uh, the official PlayStation forums are being shut down. That sucks. That does suck. Never use them, but Never that sucks them. for them. A Korean cover for Final Fantasy VII has leaked its ins- install size being a meager 100 gig minimum. Hey, well, look, they they, they stated that it would be on two Blu-ray so discs, so have, presumably it's over 100. Have fun, all those digital purchases. Yeah. <laughs> on East Friday. <laughs> on Good Friday. <laughs> Suck a dick. Uh, and the Essential Pick sale and the Big in Japan sale is now live in PSN. Essential Picks is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I had a look at it. Uh, the big in Japan, I was like, oh, cool. And I had a look in there because I'm hoping to pick up Resident Evil uh, 7 again. I have it on disc, but like we got a promo disc when we reviewed I, it. I think I paid like 10 bucks for it last time I was on sale. Yeah. but Because I, I bought it just after I bought my VR headset. I'm like, I'm going to play this. Oh. And then I played it for 10 minutes. I'm like, I can't play this. Well, we, well, we got it. So we, like, so we got a review copy of it from, from Capcom back in the day, but it was the old red and... Have you ever seen the red and white discs? Yes. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, so I got the old red and, red, red and white promo discs, and I was like, eh. And I gave it to, to Josh to, for, for his step uh, his stepdad to play, and then it just hasn't come back. I'm like, hey, can you bring it back? He's like, cool. And then he quit the show. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, well, that's just digital. Miles just buy a digital copy of it. Because yeah. I didn't want to play it again. It's because I got that, once I got that, like, uh, from Resident Evil 2 when I went back for my second run, I'm like, yeah. Have you not finished Resi 7? No, I have. Okay. I think I have. No, I hadn't. I got up to the boat at the end. I was yeah. like, oh, that's fucking weird. And I quit. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> oh, spoilers. <laughs> There's a boat. Um, it's, it's so vague. <laughs> but yeah, no, I loved all the house it stuff. It transforms into a zombie. Oh, <laughs> you <have to> yeah. <laughs> <the boat. laughs> it's on boat. Um, yeah, the whole house stuff, the the Baker family, love it. Loved mm. all of it. And I think now that I uh, am a little bit more versed on Resident Evil things, I'm super keen. I think the, the, the thing that I like most about Resident Evil 7 is the 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 3d wall shadow puzzles that you gotta like rotate around and line it oh, that was so good oh, i thought someone just put it in the controller in one direction like, <laughs> just like and, then it, and then it just goes it lines up and goes, like yeah 
Just let it do it by chance. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm keen to play Resident Evil 7. I, I don't think it's on the sale, though, which makes me sad. Um, but, yeah. Is it not essential or is it not big in Japan? Uh, apparently neither. Ah, it's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I, I've not picked up anything from either of these two sales yet. Um, it's that weird line of, um, I look at it, I'm like, mm. Saying that, though, Pl- uh, Plague Tale Innocence is on there for 25 bucks. Ooh. And I think that's the right price point for me for playing. It's really good. It is, but I hate mice. I hate mice so much. Oh, well, good news. There's no mice in it. It's just rats. It's so fucking many <laughs> of them. I know I've said this before. Hey, Justin J. Wood, how you doing, mate? Um, thanks, thanks for coming to the show. But look, it's I, I, episodes in the past, I very openly have discussed how I fucking hate rats and I fucking hate mice. I can't stand them. Okay, so... Have- so, when they're like... Part of our game is we have 5,000 mice on the screen at once. I'm like, fuck you. I don't want nothing to do with that. And then, and then I found out what happens at the end of the game. (laughs) And I'm like, that's cool. You don't want to be part of that. But also, (laughs) fuck that too. Like, I'm not going to say what happens because I think it's a pretty big thing at Mm. the end of the game. But I'm like, it's it's so good. So I'm, I'm about... Four, four, five hours into it. Mm. So do you know what happens in the end? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just for context, I want to make sure that at least you no, know what I'm talking no, no, about. No. Um, it's 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 a really good play, um, and I will probably reference it in our main topic because <laughs> <laughs> it's fuck. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I think twenty five bucks is the right price for me. Now my concern, I was like, I was thinking that I should pick it up physically, so in case I have a fucking panic attack, and then I just like I can return it. I'll just return it. <laughs> It's $25 digitally. I have to see it through. Like, you know, I guess maybe that could be my next thing. Because like, right, you know, as, as we made the challenge that you didn't give a shit about, about, <laughs> about playing Doom and I finished it finally. And you're like, oh, I didn't even touch it. So at least with this, this might be a personal challenge to try and get over that uh, that uh, fear, that I, I guarantee you I will play Doom before Doom Eternal comes out. Well, I was thinking it's like a month away, not even. Shit. <laughs> maybe I won't. It is literally a month away. No, I'll get I'll get onto it. I'll so yeah, no, now that I played Doom, I'm like, yeah, I'm keeping Doom Turtle like so hard, like yeah. so hard in the front area. But uh, yeah, there's, there's some stuff in the sales. But that's that's it for the news. Yeah. It has been a very it's like very, fucking 15 minutes worth of news, which is yeah, way tinier than very, usual. Yeah, well, normally I've got three pages worth of news <laughs> notes. You got a page and a bit. A page and a bit this time. Yeah, it was very um very shallow. But anyways, that's enough about the what the news. Max, let's have a chat to the players about uh, storytelling versus gameplay. Now, this is the, when we started this, this the start of this year. So when we did our first little pitch meeting with you and I, uh, we we laid out a bunch of topics that we thought would be interesting to talk about. And then one of them was the idea of storytelling versus gameplay. Um, and then with the likes of Dreams coming out this week, which is this essentially the game kind of pits those two together mm. in a weird way because like with it being a complete game create creation platform people are working in different ways on how to get storytelling across people, people you know somewhere some of the the games or levels whichever are more gameplay focused with minimal story so we, we thought we'd let's talk about where we stand on that bat on the, that line between the two and it's mostly a filler topic to be honest <laughs> yeah because we thought we'd know about the PS5 by now. Really. We honestly did. So, when we came up with this topic, it was shortly after both of us had finished Death Stranding. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. And that was very... 
divisive on its storytelling versus gameplay yeah because in terms of its balance like there is way more story than gameplay god it's an incredible story (laughs) (laughs) um and in parts it it did pull me through Mm. because there are parts of that game gameplay wise that are so slow and tedious i'm looking at you snow mountains yeah fuck you snow mountains (laughs) (laughs) but granted there is great story in those snow mountains because yeah. you meet some fantastic characters. Well, where, where do you sit on this line? So do, do you, like, we can't do a cop out of, eh, it's been a bit of both. Like, we have to give like a, a, a pretty definitive answer. But that's, but that's the thing though. It is a bit of both. Ah, boo. Tetris, arguably the greatest game of all time. <laughs> <has> <laughs> no story. story. <laughs> there is no story. There's no story. Oh, the blocks fell from the sky one day and you built. There's, there's no story. Them. There's no Six story. of them represent this different thing in the the, the, the dichotomy and diversity of yeah. culture. Did you know the L shape one best character? <laughs> one <year? laughs> but like, you know, sometimes we play games for gameplay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we play them for the story. Mm-hmm. It's it's just what it is. I don't play fighting games for their story. I play fighting games because they are good fighting games. Sometimes they have stories. Have, um, they all have stories. I just don't care. <laughs> they make no sense most yeah. of the time. But. A good story can pull me through a game with bad gameplay. Mm. Yeah. I, look, I, I'm going to put it out there and say, for me personally, storytelling is way more important. I would have to agree with you. Yeah. Like, if push came to shove, storytelling is way more important for me than, than the gameplay itself. Yeah. It's like I could, I could sit there and watch an interactive movie, essentially, mm. and be happy as long as the storytelling was was good yes like i'm very happy to play like walking sims and shit like that Mm -hmm. because like if it's compelling story i'll forgive the that there's not a whole lot to do have you played stuff like what remains of edith finch and all that like the ripper yeah yeah i mean like that like that's rad like it's these these small things and it's a great story and you're not doing a whole lot but it's engaging and it's bringing you forward Mm. and that's what i really love and an example of that for me that probably hit hit hit, uh home the hardest was like uh that dragon cancer Mm. so that game is is brilliant in its storytelling emotional sense I was a hot mess while playing that I was just yeah I couldn't see the screen in front of me from my own man tears um, <laughs> my own man tears but the game was relatively simple in its gameplay mm. you know so I that was what brought me in but you know even with like I guess the big a, a big difference I'm sorry a big example of the difference is God of War the original God of War, the first ones, the first three, were very gameplay driven. Yes, there was a story. The story didn't mean fuck though. Like it wasn't a whole lot to it. But when you look at this new one, like came out twenty eighteen, what got me into this game is the story. Yes, it's grand, it's backed up by incredible gameplay, but it's the storytelling of God of War that brought that brought it through. And I think, and I think that's a demonstration of where games need to head moving forward. Yeah. is that storytelling because if they just did the same God of War again it would not have done as well as it did because it's the story that made that game so fucking spectacular man I, I remember when I when I was playing God of War sitting in that boat for like three hours just listening to Mimir talk That's awesome so good yeah I would just piss fart around like that that main area just so I could make like, just trigger you know idle chit chat yeah <clears throat> it's it, as long as the story is delivered well in, in most cases, mm. gameplay will not affect my my enjoyment of the game. Saying that, though, there are there are in, in times that I've I've discovered games or I've played games where I don't give a shit about the story, and it, it's very less very less frequent for me because for 
story the story is what pulls me forward the division two i put like 70 hours into that game and i never put that much time into Mm. those games but i gave zero fucks about the story most of the time i was listening to music or i was listening to podcasts i just chipped my way through because the gameplay was that fucking tight and then using um doom as an example like this week once again no no audio well actually i did because the music's brilliant but i also didn't really focus on the story i find that most live service games are very gameplay driven it's that it's that loot cycle of getting better gear getting better mm. everything that is what drives the game not the story itself uh in the chat justin jaywood because as a guy who doesn't really play games i think it's a shame that storytelling games don't have a separate way to consume the story without playing the game hmm. interesting way to look at it because there are you know there are there's such a unique games are such a unique way to tell a story that sometimes the gameplay almost gets in the way of telling that story depending on the game an example is like i guess kind of like death stranding is an example like i'm sure you know justin may love man death stranding the story of death stranding but when you get stuck on this it is tedious but it's also kind of it's kind of fun is like if you were able to shrink the times that you're traveling to places if you would if someone on youtube just put all the cutscenes together it wouldn't be as good because I think part of the gameplay kind of helps, but it would at least be this awesome narrative. If that means. is that sort of what you're getting yeah. at, Justin? Also, thank you for the follow, Justin. Too about 13 <clears throat> minutes ago, I didn't notice. It's um, yeah, it is a shame that there is no other way to to inhale that story, <laughs> for mm. lack of a better. Because on top of that, like if you, if you think about using Kojima again, I guess because he is such a uh, a deep storyteller, is like Metal Gear. Like, I would love to play Metal Gear again because I really enjoyed the story. But then there's, I think about this, all this extra fluff that I have to do <laughs> to, to, to consume it all. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard when the gameplay gets in the way. And it does, and it can also sometimes take away from the story. Mm. Like, if the gameplay doesn't gel with the story, it, it does make it harder to get through and... Um, consume it Hmm. so justin writes back i'm I'm specifically talking about jedi fallen order but there would be so many more stories that i'd be consuming if i didn't get motion sickness playing them ah that's true the the motion sickness is totally it could totally be a problem if someone that that may be sensitive to that sort of stuff especially when playing games because i know my 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 dad as an example he can't play games because it's the sky ground sky ground into problems (laughs) (laughs) so he's, he's he's not feeling it so i understand yeah. that but then the same thing with, with with jedi fallen order like the story in it is is cool up until the ending you and i fucking hate that ending but there mm. there are times where the, literally the gameplay got in the way because you would get muffed in a section you'd, you'd, you'd start it again and like you just want to push through the story but you just keep getting thrown back now so this is where someone like my myself you know working full-time doing a couple different shows under under this company um on this business then having a child and like i only have so much time in the week to to play stuff so these days i play on easy like because that way i will still get some challenge but i'm mostly there to experience the game and its stories have you noticed i'm not there to be decimated have you noticed that well, I've noticed recently they're not referring to it as easy mode. They're in, they're referring to it as story mode. Yeah, I've seen that too. And you, and but I've also seen story, then easy, and then so because like, I think uh, Spider Man has that mm, as well. Like or even mode. like when you hover over easy, it'll say for players who just want to enjoy the story. Yeah. So you know that's a that's a good way to to enjoy the story without being getting frustrated by gameplay. Yeah. 
because there's nothing worse than hitting that brick wall and knowing you can't progress further because either be it gameplay mechanics or lack of time mm. it's 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 hard to miss out on the story because of that mm. like i know it makes it probably very ungamery to play it on easy or whatever well me i don't know about you but like for me that's that's what i need to do to enjoy what i like about games which is storytelling well see for me it depends on the game that i'm playing yeah now if i'm playing a game for a challenge i will bump that challenge up yeah yeah if you go with that with that with that mindset but yeah. but if i'm playing a game for the story like i played i played death stranding on hard mm. on the hard on, on whatever the hardest difficulty was because mm. my thoughts for this Same. my my thoughts was this is a story driven game this is this is a this is a this is trying to tell me a story. I don't think there's going to be much combat. I don't think it's going to affect the gameplay too much. Now, there were times where I got jacked real hard in that game. Yeah. And I honestly thought about dropping the difficulty at one point because I was getting a little bit frustrated at a certain point and it was checkpointing me really awkwardly. But I pushed through. I'm glad I did push through. And that, oh, it's, that game is so incredible. But one thing I really enjoy as well is that this shift in games putting difficulty behind tro- like sorry trophies behind difficulty i understand why because the you know this is it's that big argument of these trophies you should earn them mm. and by earning them it's playing it at a different level it's playing at a harder level and that i understand too but with games like horizon games like death stranding i believe and games like days gone like there is no difficulty barrier to trophies i can still possibly get the platinum just by playing on the base difficulty i think it's also good for games to have difficulty settings just as a um also an accessibility Mm. type thing because you look at all the you look at like your soulsborne games that are just it is what it is mm. and if you can't play it then tough shit kind of yeah and but the, the, the difference the difference with uh now obviously they Soulsborne, designed that they game, are designed that way therefore that way. if it's the, within the creative with it, it's, if it's within the creative vision of the developers like no no this game has no difficulty it's just this and it's just hard then that is 100 percent correct because that's what they wanted to make and yeah. i have no problem with that uh justin also adds when i was a kid playing star wars on the nez i could never get past boba fett and i'd have and i'd have enjoyed the stat story but the game wrecked my enjoyment spot on yeah saying that though i don't know what like what the storytelling of like the nest was back in the day because you know, compared to these days i don't know i played like final fantasy games on nest those stories have always been yeah like like superstar like, kicked my ass I'm a, all the time. you know i'm a massive jrpg weeb you're a big dork I nearly, I nearly pre-ordered Persona 5 right now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you probably should, man. Like I saw Look, it. I'm I will give like, you the... Pla- I said, you can have the platform here to talk about Royal. I'm like... I, I saw it, I'm like, mm, I'm going to do like, it. I'm not going to play it. It doesn't mean you can't. Yeah, but it's more of a... Do I have 90 hours to sink into it again? Well, if you, if you stop playing fucking Final Fantasy Online, you would. <laughs> the answer is probably not. <laughs> um, what other good examples do you have where gameplay has ruined your story mm. experience? Do you have? Do you have any... Well, you've kind of got so frustrated in a game, you've just been like, nah. Or is that going to come at when you purchase Plague Tale, when you just can't progress through the story because you've pooped <laughs> your pants too just, many times? I'm just sitting on the toilet, <laughs> shitting myself while trying to play this game. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think like there ha- there has to be times where mm. I've just not pushed forward. I, I, whether it be poor implementation of gameplay, the game not really sort of being clear on where it wants you to go. And I think an example of that... Well, it's tough because it's a, it's technically it's like a survival survival game like the forest. I love the idea of that, trying to find your son in this world and surviving. But that is more gameplay driven than story. Mm. So it's just weird. I'm like, well, I want to know what happened to his kid. 
But how, I, then I just keep getting fucking mushed by cannibals. How do you feel about games that implement their story through collectibles as opposed to uh, through essentially like cutscenes and telling you the story? I think so, it can so be done. So take like uh, Control, for instance. A lot of the stories comes in the, the collectibles that you find, mm. the, the notes, the... The big difference with Control is you still get the story that you want mm. through the main campaign. However, what the, the reading does is it adds lore. It adds it, it thickens the world. Yeah. It makes this this world bigger, it's breathing, it's living, and that's what I find more important. Because like there's a there's great to have this sort of like thin veiled story that gets you from A to B, but when you make this world in so I think I think Horizon did the same thing with their collectibles. Yeah, same it, as Bioshock. Yeah. Yeah, Bioshock's a good example. Like, all those audio diaries really add to the overall narrative of Bioshock. Mm. Do you think it lessens the story if people don't listen to those? Uh, I think it can. Mm. And I understand why people are like, I don't want to read. And that's why audio logs are cool, except it's that difficulty of, of explaining within a story why someone wants to diary everything they think <laughs> in terms of in, in a sentence. I mean, in saying that, though, like a lot saying, of people do it, though. That's true. There's a lot of people that, like, voice diary and stuff. Captain's logs. <laughs> yeah, Captain's log. It's, 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 it's a tough balance. And, like, but it also allows for a lot of exposition that rather than having a character to stand there and tell you. Mm. But what about, what's your thoughts on the audio diaries and stuff? Sorry, my phone keeps They can be frost... Look, audio diaries and stuff like that are fantastic as long as they're not too out of the way. Like, I don't want to be... I don't want to have to search too hard to get extra information, if you know what I'm saying. Like, um, put put Horizon back on or Control back on the table, for an example. Mm-hmm. They weren't in out-of-the-way spots. They were still along that golden path of going from A to B to finish the story that was laid out in front of you. But it just gave you... It just enhanced the story that I was getting. Mm. It wasn't like, oh, I need to find this collectible behind x hidden walls and whatnot they were they were there and easily accessible so they weren't constricting or like uh, what's the word i'm looking for making it more difficult to consume the story yeah or the hindrance yeah a hindrance yes yeah do you have any any other examples that kind of fit what we're hitting at here like gameplay ruining story or or but saying that though story story can also get in the way of gameplay yes. using Kojima again like Metal Gear Solid 4 you know there is a, a straight up two hour cutscene in there <laughs> which I enjoyed because I enjoy Metal Gear but for those that don't enjoy that that is like are you fucking kidding me yeah I think that the one that I'm hitting at the moment is uh, Dragon Ball Kakarot yeah because it's following the anime story it doesn't matter what you do in the gameplay or how well you play if you're destined to f- lose that fight because in the anime you lose that fight even if you win you lose yeah <laughs> which is kind of like well why did i even bother trying there yeah, why don't they just animate the fight yeah why not just t- like it still gives you the condition of you have to win this fight and the cutscene plays and it's you losing yeah like why put that condition in there if it's if i'm destined to lose yeah uh, obviously, that's not a big issue on newer IPs. But that, <laughs> that's what, have, but when you're have, ma- when you're mirroring yeah. another piece of media, whether it be books or or movies or TV mm. or whatever, that that is an instant issue because the, the, it's so narrative. Like the story has to go a certain way, mm. it instantly fucks you if you try to change it. Yeah, of course. 
I'm trying to think of other examples where that would be a thing. I mean, other other examples of of games that are just pure gameplay driven. A lot of your farming simulators. Hey, don't take like, my farming simulators. No, farming simulators oh. are gameplay driven. I love farming Harvest, simulators. Harvest Moon has a story. It's not very good, but it's there. It's not very, yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, I love my farming sims. I guess that's the other that's that dichotomy of like story is king. Yeah, and then I mean, more Harvest recently, no, look at look at the Call of Duty series that have dropped their campaigns yeah. in a few of their later in their later entrance entries. And people are like, where are, where are our single-player campaigns? Hmm. They're like, hey, we have statistics that say no one played it. Like, yeah, but I did. And like, you're one person, mate. Fuck <laughs> off. But it's, it's, it's interesting to see that a game that, that is primarily played for its gameplay in online multiplayer, hmm. that people are still looking for that. I don't know if they're looking for it as a single-player experience because they don't like online or if they're actually wanting a story from it. Well, I guess it can be done with, like, Overwatch. Overwatch, although multiplayer and gameplay focus, does have good story about the characters. Yeah, but they're delivered to us in the forms of animated short films. Yeah. That's a good point. To kind of just negate, negates my whole idea. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks, Blizzard. Thanks, Blizzard, you best. <laughs> the, granted, apparently, Overwatch 2 is going to have a story mode. Don't care. <laughs> Just claims how good the story is. Doesn't care. No, that, that, <laughs> yeah. that was from an external, like yeah. from what people say. Like I don't yeah. give a fuck about Overwatch personally. Uh, Overwatch does has a good story, but yeah, they are. It is delivered in. Oh, piss off, watch. Who's yelling at you? No, stand up. Get it. Stand up. You've been sitting down. I did this before, and then I didn't get up, and it goes, "Congratulations, thanks. Nice work on standing up." I'm like, didn't do it. I didn't move. <laughs> it's yeah. It's tough. It's, it is a tough balance and it is about getting that balance correct. I personally would, obviously, in terms of like a percentage, like give me like 60-40. Yeah, 60-40 is a good split. Is good. Like give me 66% story, 40% gameplay. Like that's what I would probably want more. Like down the line is kind of boring. Because <laughs> like, you know, I find that gameplay gets can get in the way. How weird. do you feel about, because um, this might come up, uh, quick time events? I don't care. Because they're essentially gameplay inside the story. Do you think it takes away from the impact that the story is giving you at that time? Mm, no. No. I think I think the reason that people like there was that argument like, quick time events they just like because you know, they want because they wanted something to go a very but very particular way. Mm. However, they want to you to feel engaged cause, like sim- similar to the backlash of of Kojima who's like, "Hey, you just made a movie in this game. Like, fuck off." Uh <laughs> they they're like, "Oh, we can't have them sit there for 5 minutes and not do anything. They'll get bored because Everyone has the shortest tension span ever right now. So they did that as like a, hey, you're, you're still there? Hey, hey, mm. you know, which is a problem. I personally, have, I don't give zero shits about, yeah. um, as I touch your leg inappropriately. I, I give zero shits about cutscene. About, uh, <laughs> about cutscenes. No, yeah, cutscenes. Like, quick time events. I, like, it, it helps. Sure. Smash that square button or whatever. Yeah. Right, whatever. It's fine. Where are you? Uh, they can they can be an annoyance at times, um, especially when um, you get checkpointed just either just before them, yeah, and then you forget that it's going to happen again, and then you lose. <laughs> it comes back. They weren't. Oh, you've you've played the old God of War games, right? yeah, man. Okay, okay. I played all so how do you feel about the difference between the quick time events in those versus the few that are in the new God of War? Because there are they are there. There's so many the old ones. <laughs> the whole game was a like quick everything time. is quick time events 
it's kind of like um yeah it's like uh like one of my favorite jokes about 300 of the movie if like if you played all those parts were in slow motion fast motion movies like 40 minutes long yeah. <laughs> i guess it's the same thing about god of war if like, they took out all those cuts uh, they took out all those you know uh, quick time events like yeah game's like half size it's <laughs> just good looking fucking them up um yeah look, I, I, it's it's a good way to tell story but to keep your player involved it's fine but where do you stand officially so we can wrap this bad boy up uh gameplay uh no 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 story not gameplay oh story. fuck alright always story story will always pull me through again mm-hmm. as long as the story is good enough but yeah. I completely agree uh, yeah I, th- I think a game lives and dies with its story yeah saying that though like it is that like I agree story is what makes this medium unique but saying that anything can tell a story but it's the it's the, what makes games unique and amazing is its ability to start to tell a great interactive story yeah being able to put yourself through like into a character mm. does help uh what's the word i'm looking for in um immerse you in the story yeah yeah because well, it's something like when you read a book when you watch a movie it's still passive mm. where, where the, the, the full-on engagement that games require is something that nothing else can offer so even though we're sitting the, the debate of story versus gameplay is kind of void because it needs both yes but we also need to like help with the balance to make it exactly what we need but anyways let us know let's try that again let us know what you think is gameplay more important than story is story more important than gameplay what is the percentage that you think it should be should it be 64 46 no 36 <laughs> what, an odd, what an odd number yeah, split. That, was, that was the point <laughs> like, where do you think it should sit let us know comments below um but look, one for tetris yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let us know what you think but anyway max as you pull up the laptop it's gonna take a second to get in there there are things that we need in in the games playing space and that is games <laughs> i don't know where i was going that's a real what bad a, segue what a great what segue. a fucking asshole segue anyway this is a section we call coming to the players we tell you about what games are coming out this week so this is the the drop new playstation games for february 25th 2020 again this is the u.s blog so some dates will change for us some might not exist as in the game may exist but may not come out in Australia. <clears throat> correct Bloodroots ps4 digital out february 28th bucket night ps4 digital out february 28th (laughs) coffee crisis ps4 digital out of feb 28th that's relatable apparently feb 28th is the big day diadra empty ps4 digital out february 27th that weeb looking shit ganbar super strikers ps4 ps vita digital cross buy ps vita still alive yeah occasionally here and there (laughs) grizzland ps4 digital Hey Fever, PS4 Digital. Oh God, my most relatable game I've ever heard. Hero Must Die, again, PS4 Digital. <laughs> House Flipper, PS4 Digital. Go on. House Flipper is a unique chance to become a one-man renovation crew. Buy, repair, and remodel devastated houses. Give them a second life and sell them at a profit. Experiment with interior designs and decorating styles you like. Express yourself. You can buy an empty apartment, furnish it, or focus on repair and installations. Sounds right up your alley. Yeah, it does a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I may have to. Infliction extended cut. Dude, PS4 this digital. Ca- I got an email about this this week, and it looks really, really rad. Wander through an interactive nightmare set within a once happy home. 
Uncover the heartbreaking mystery hidden within messages, artwork, and other vestiges of domestic life, all whilst struggling to survive encounters with a relentless entity that stands in the way of finding absolution. Is that interesting? Yeah, it sounds alright. Alright, I'll get a code. Let's just play it. Interesting picture. It's a guy with a knife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> about, someone's about to get stabbed yeah how interesting uh, Mega Man Zero ZX Legacy Collection PS4 Digital and Retail MX Nitro Ultimate Edition PS4 Digital out Feb 27th One Punch Man A Hero Nobody Knows PS4 Digital Retail out Feb 28th weebs <laughs> Ritual Crown of Horns PS4 Digital out February 28th Space Channel 5 VR Kind of Funky Newsflash Sounds like you. <laughs> that does like, not sound like my alley. <laughs> sounds like something you want. PSVR Digital. Spartan Fist. PS4 Digital out Feb 28th. Stab, stab, stab. That's up your alley. PS4 Digital out Feb 28th. Stabbing games. Tempest. PS4 Digital. Who's a pirate? Two Point Hospital. Yeah. PS4 Digital and Retail. The hit hospital building management sim comes to console for the first time. Design stunning hospitals, decorate them as you like, cure very unusual illnesses, and manage troublesome staff as you spread your budding healthcare organization across Two Point County. So quickly, Justin. Hey, guys, I've got to go, but good show. I'll check you guys out again. Thanks Thank you very much. much, Justin, for springing around, dude. Podcast. So you're, you're all up. You're going to be all up in the Two Point? Oh, yeah. I've emailed uh, the, the local PR company. Um, so wait, wait and see. If not, I'm just going to fucking buy it because I want to play it. Vasilis, PS4, PS Vita, digital out Feb 26th. And that's it. Yeah, two point house flipper. There you go. It's done. Yeah, two point hospital and house flipper seems to be the big ones this week. Anything jump out of you? Just those two, you reckon? Uh, having seen a lot of gameplay for um, house flipper, it's pretty cool. Um, the in, in yeah, I'll check out. Uh, I'll, I'll email about infliction. Infliction, infliction sounds pretty good. I don't know. Maybe I'll jump into Space Channel Five VR. Kind of fucking news flash. <laughs> <laughs> get, get some. Get some. Uh, like I am debating because there is. <laughs> Or do you just read what it was? It's just yeah, yeah. Let me read it out. Dance is your power to protect the Earth against invading aliens. Oh, of course it is. Sega's legendary Dreamcast rhythm game, Space Channel Five, is coming to VR as Space Channel Five VR kind of fucking <laughs> flash. That's a mouthful. Your task is to master a series of life-saving dance poses while tuning into the cool beat. Experience the return of Ulala for yourselves. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, game of the year. <laughs> it's a real contender, it's right a there. Real it's a real contender. Best, best VR game. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. I'm very keen for two point. I think two point. Don't you need the spiel? Mm, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't on the way up, but we'll see how we go. We'll see how we go. But yeah, no, like yeah, two point because the 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 trailers for that look amazing with its whole made up diseases and stuff. It really has caught my attention. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know what? I think I'm in. Yeah, I think you'll I think you'll dig House Slipper too if you do decide to pick it up because it's been on PC for a while, yeah. Yeah, it's been out for quite some time on PC. Oh, cool. Well, I, ooh, do I pick it up on console? Yeah, I will. flip those houses. Yeah. Well, because it was like that time that uh, I was probably playing PC Building Simulator, and then I was like, "Oh, it's on console now." I'm like, that's pretty, <laughs> I'll leave it on the PC. I think. <laughs> when are you gonna start playing uh, GTA with? Uh, Craig, I'm really looking forward to the. Oh yeah, the GTA I don't know what's going series. on with Yeah, well, apparently the tw- the the role playing is like really strict. Like we can't fuck around like we want to. Yeah, no, people take it real seriously. Yeah, I will have to play this regular online as the two of us. 
which is really tough because a lot of the story is based around being a being a criminal i don't know maybe you could you could join us while we're robbing the casino and you're like wait stop no. <laughs> put your hands up <laughs> and we'll just fly away on our motorbikes and you're like oh man, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's probably good idea. all right let's let's wrap this up this playstation conversation happens every monday morning at 8 a.m on podcast services including spotify 9 a.m on those youtubes if you want to join that playstation conversation head on over to our facebook discord twitter instagram all the links in the description below if you want to join that playstation conversation head over to twitch.tv slash the pop cultures where you can watch us record this show live and you can join us just like justin did just like dash did just that other gentleman bull was a bulldog mm, yes. yeah bulldogs uh just so you can join us and, and uh, chat on the show begin coming involved in the show it's a good bit of fun but if you want to share that PlayStation conversation it'd be much much loved by us so just go to your uh, your podcast service of choice be sure to give it a five star rating or maybe re- maybe a little bit of review going this show is sufficient and then <laughs> this show is sufficient <laughs> and then tell your friends about it uh, let them all know about uh, not just this show as well as our other show The Young and The Wrestlers our WWE podcast if you want to support us financially because you're awesome and you're very kind head over to patreon.com slash thepopculturist support us at any tier no mi- major rewards right now just if you want to um you can also buy our merchandise at uh thepopculture.com slash shop buy shirts other assorted shit with our logos on it maybe it is on sale right now might want to wait dollar dollar is bumhole the australian dollar sucks whole bag of dick right now but uh anyone else go ahead i guess uh (laughs) and uh of course as you said mentioned on twitch we'll be uh, doing some gameplay this week i'm thinking for thursday because super showdown is the next day i might do a super showdown prediction stream well super showdown's on friday yeah yeah okay so that's goldberg versus the fiend goldberg's gonna win just saying it's, you on, it first. Fr- it's on friday yeah because they the, yeah they do it on a friday because oh, it's yeah because it's on a it's, uh, it's, it's, it's on a thursday show, yeah thursday u.s time so we'll get it friday morning <clears throat> yeah, I forget the Super Showdown's the Saudi show that yeah. no one gives a shit about. No one gives a fuck about. You reckon Goldberg's going to win? Oh, yeah. Everyone's going to be so mad at Goldberg. But he can take the heat. Where, like, if Roman... Because Re- from my understanding, the, the plan is Roman to have the belt at Mania. So, if Roman take, beats the Fiend at Mania, he'll be booed out of the building. But if Goldberg gets the win in Saudi, because he's a legend, they'll pop. At home... Ever else will crap the shits. It's the safest way to get the belt on Roman. But that's a whole different podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players. For the players, the Pop Culturist PlayStation Podcast is fan-supported at patreon.com slash thepopculturist. And we'd like to thank our Patreon producers and our Patreon founders for their kindness, their support, and their generosity. Our Patreon founders, Alpha Ferret, Craig O'Flaherty, David Shadaway, Jesse Stevenson, and Jacob Garner. And our Patreon producers, AJ Abatomi, Damien Holdies, Kyle Dunn, Lee Winterchauvin, Nathan Massetti, Paul James, Pure Mongrel, and Sean Levitt.